Are you a young person who wants to make a difference in the world? Or maybe you know someone who's looking for a start to fulfilling uh, a fulfilling career. Well, how does saving the world sound? Well, the federal government's taking new action in the nation's fight against the climate crisis. And now it's in the form of a jobs training program called the American Climate Corps. The American Climate Corps is modeled after the New Deal, the program that put millions of Americans to work during the Great Depression. And if you're like me, you might be wondering, how does a jobs program combat the climate crisis? Well, to discuss, we'll turn to Abby Cruz, a local member of the Sunrise Movement, a national organization that's advocating for climate policy like the Green New Deal. Thanks for being here, Abby. Thank you so much for having me. Jung Yoon is the campaign director for the Chicago-based Grassroots Collaborative. The collaborative unites organizations and social movements in Illinois to influence policy. Hey, Jung. Hi. And Maxine Joslow is a reporter for The Washington Post. She anchors Climate 202. That's a daily newsletter about climate change policy and politics. Welcome to Reset, Maxine. Thank you. So I'll start with you. The, the climate crisis, it's, it's on a lot of our minds as more of the country really starts to feel the impact, right? This year we saw Chicago experience extreme heat and then record flooding all just weeks apart. And uh, this summer was reported to have the hottest on record, the hottest temperatures on record. So just tell us briefly what the American Climate Corps is, Maxine, and what it's hoping to accomplish. Sure, so it's a new program that the Biden administration announced last week. Its goal is to train uh, approximately 20,000 young people in its first year in skills that are crucial to combating climate change. So things like installing rooftop solar panels, restoring wetlands, retrofitting homes to be more energy efficient. And uh, it's primarily open to or targeted at young people, but the White House hasn't said uh, what the age limit might be yet. Yeah, the, the White House says it's uh, going to, quote, put a new generation of Americans to work tackling climate change. I mean, so do we know whether there are age requirements for this program? We do not yet. The White House has not said yet, although they have already uh, opened up a online website where you can go and get more information if you're interested and uh, expect them to be rolling out more details as they continue to stand up the program. More details about eligibility, right? Yes, eligibility and funding. The White House hasn't said yet uh, how the program will be funded. So that's something that folks are carefully watching for as well. Well, can you tell us more about the types of jobs that the, the training program hopes to create? So uh, it can range from anything that reduces greenhouse gas emissions. So something like installing rooftop solar panels or wind turbines. Um, all the way to energy efficiency projects like insulating homes so that less um, heat is escaping during the winter and less cool air is escaping during the summer and that lowers the home's energy bills and improves energy efficiency. Um, or it could have to do with climate resilience, making um, ecosystems and natural landscapes more resilient to um, extreme weather disasters fueled by climate change uh, or even restoring wetlands or other ecosystems uh, that have been damaged by climate change or other environmental hazards. Um, and again, uh, we're still waiting for um, a few more details about the program to, to be released. Right. Well, let's bring you in, Abby. 
be, you know, environmental advocates. They've fought for years to see a, a green, a green New Deal, right? Um, or federal legislation that's, you know, to dramatically cut carbon emissions. Have the demands of climate activists been heard? What do you think? I think so. I mean, there's always more to do. <laughs> Obviously, this is a long journey that we're on. Um, but this, the Climate Corps is something that Sunrise Movement specifically, um, along with so many other organizations and um, government members and civilians, have been working on since Biden's um, campaign and um, since his election. Mm -hmm. um, and I think historically, um, it <laughs> young people especially, and especially climate activists, um, it can feel disempowering to look to our leaders and see that they are um, kind of running in the opposite direction. <laughs> of I feel like they're not listening. Exactly. Yes. Not and not just not listening, but like literally going in the other direction and making the problem so much worse. Mm. Um, and that's a really like sad and disempowering feeling. And so I think to have a win like this where we see that Biden's administration is really um, listening to the people and um acting pr to protect the people and the planet um, is so empowering. Yeah. And it almost makes the other things that we're fighting for seem more realistic. What do you so. think, Jung? Does, does this program meet the moment? I think it's a really good first step. But the fact of the matter is that the science and the science calls for much more dramatic action. Biden's program promises 20,000 jobs for young folks in the first year, which is a great start. And I think, you know, I really look forward to seeing how we can locally implement that. Um, something that, the, that Mayor Johnson's administration has really prioritized is youth employment and the Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. And so I think we can look to this federal action and see what can be brought to Chicago, what can be replicated here and expanded as a starting point. But we're gonna need a lot more than 20,000 people fighting the climate crisis. This is gonna take everyone. Everyone, you know, finding their role to figure out how we get and achieve a just transition mm -hmm. that doesn't leave behind the most vulnerable communities, workers, and neighborhoods across the country. What can you tell us, Maxine, about the timing of this? Like, why are we seeing the president take action on this now? Is it? pressure from activists that he's responding to? You know, there has been a lot of speculation, um, and I will caution that this is just speculation. This isn't my own firsthand knowledge of the matter, but there's been speculation that President Biden is announcing this program now because he's running for re-election and has heard criticism from young people, a really important constituency, saying he needs to do more on climate change. Uh, obviously, a lot of young folks and climate activists were very upset by his administration's decision to approve the Willow oil drilling project in Alaska um, that will reduce uh, excuse me, that will increase carbon emissions at a time when we need to be going in the opposite direction. And so um, some have, have 
said that this might be a way to um, show young people that they are listening to their demands and that they are going further than the climate programs that were in the Inflation Reduction Act that was passed last summer, since this is something that was uh, included in earlier versions of the bill, but then ultimately was not included in the final version that passed. And we know that the program is being delivered by um, executive action instead of, you know, by law uh, through an act of Congress. Will that influence the rollout or the funding or just the impact of the program? I do think it will have an impact on the funding aspect. The White House, again, as I, I said earlier, hasn't said yet how this program will be funded and where that funding will come from, how much it will get. And those are big questions in my mind and the mind of other environmental reporters following this rollout. Uh, I do think that if Congress had appropriated funding via the Inflation Reduction Act or an annual appropriations bill, it would be much easier for them to get the program off the ground here because Congress hasn't appropriated new funding and probably won't, given that Republicans control the House of Representatives right now. They're going to have to figure out a way to redirect existing funding sources that's already been approved. And as a result, we'll probably have less money to work with overall. Abby, do you think that there will be demand for this program? I mean, do you know how many people would want to participate? Yeah, I think there was a poll done in 2021 um, that said that 50% of voters um, under the age of 45 would be interested in joining a climate corps, Mm. um, which is a sizable amount. Yeah, for sure. I know. So like the workforce is there. I think it's just up to the leaders to create the structure for that. So Maxine, the American Climate Corps, it's it's reminiscent of of job uh, jobs program that was part of the New Deal, which we know employed millions to uh, restore public lands and create our national parks. Was that by design? It's definitely by design. Um, I know that the Sunrise Movement, just to shout out um, (laughs) the Sunrise uh, as an influential player here, has been pushing for this um, in part because they've been pushing for a Green New Deal, which is modeled after the New Deal of, um, of President Franklin D. Roosevelt. And of course, One of the things he did in the New Deal era was uh, the Civilian Conservation Corps. Um, I would say one big change, though, is the new equity focus of the Biden administration's plan. The Civilian Climate, or excuse me, the Civilian Conservation Corps um, was racially segregated largely, Mm -hmm. and leadership roles were largely limited to white men, whereas this new iteration is going to be really focused on um, including everyone and um, having a more diverse right. climate workforce. Yeah, to that end, Jung, we know uh, in the 1930s, the New Deal jobs program largely employed white men, right? Uh, what do you think it'll take to bring justice to communities that are most impacted by pollution? I think... It is central and, and core to any policy or program design implementation. You have to include equity at the center or else you will perpetuate the same systems and structures that uphold white supremacy. So if we are not intentional about that from the start, it will repeat the mistakes of the past and we will find ourselves in the same problems we have today. So I, I'm really glad to hear that that is going to be um, a central component because 
um, environmental racism is a huge problem in Chicago and across the country, mm-hmm. right? It is intentional for, for decades. Um, industry was intentionally placed in black and brown working class neighborhoods, and people were forced to choose between a job that could pay the bills, an affordable home, or their children, you know, having asthma or going to, you know, you shouldn't have to make those kinds of choices and sacrifices. And for so long, policy has been designed to say, oh, these neighborhoods we can sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm. And these people are um, expendable. But through the leadership of young folks like Sunrise, through the, the wave of environmental justice organizing, we're fighting back and saying, actually, we're not, we no longer have to make this false choice that is, um, rooted in capitalism and profit for the wealthiest 1%. Yeah. You agree, Abby? Yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I um, was doing some research on the Climate Corps because I didn't actually create the policy myself, but um, I think they said that 50% of the efforts Um, of the Climate Corps and then also recruitment will be focused on overburdened communities, which I think are largely communities of color. Um, And so I think that's so important, as Jung was saying, that that is a a pillar of of this program and that we're we're really building from there. Mm -hmm. Maxine, what are you going to keep your eye on as, as more information about the program becomes available? And remind us where folks can apply. Uh, I believe it's on the White House website. Um, I'll have to double check on the exact URL or address of the website. But I'm definitely keeping an eye on how much interest there is, um, how many people sign up to say they're interested and ultimately decide to enroll in this program. Um, And then I'm I'm watching for its impact. Uh, It might be a little while before the program is actually fully up and running and we'll be able to see whether it's actually putting people to work in good paying jobs and providing that training for them to go become uh, electrician, for example, mm-hmm. which um, the country really needs electricians right now from a climate perspective. They're really crucial for installing a whole range of clean energy technologies and there's a really big shortage of them. So will, will the program make an impact on that shortage? That's that's another thing I'll be watching as well. Yeah. Uh, producer just sent me this. It's whitehouse.gov slash climate core. Nice and easy. So leave us with this. Next steps, Jung, for local activists in this fight for, for climate policy. So locally, the Illinois Green New Deal Coalition has launched a campaign for green social housing, um, knowing that while we do need to put young people to work in fighting the climate crisis, you know, it's, it's not enough to put a solar panel on everyone's home if they can't afford to live there. And so we are fighting for a vision, a local vision of the Green New Deal that ties housing to climate and um, ensures that um, housing is a human right mm-hmm. and a livable planet is a human right. And so there will be more to come on that. Jung Yoon is campaign director at the Grassroots Collaborative. Maxine Joslow is a reporter for The Washington Post. And Abby Cruz is a member of the Sunrise Movement. Thank you all so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you.